You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, broadcasting live from octalkradio.net in beautiful Costa Mesa, California. As I promised, Dr. Betty Uribe, Executive Vice President of the California Bank and Trust, is our guest for the next next two segments. Before we start talking to Dr. Uribe, I would like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded and listened to over 17,000 episodes during the last 30 days, and we're at the radio show. Continu- appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEO have been on our show, and their company has put the show hopefully on their homepage, but somewhere on their website, as well as other business-oriented podcasting services. Betty, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's nice to have you here. Let's start very simply. Tell me a little bit more. Matter of fact, we're in the California Bank and Trust building, aren't we here? Yes, OC we are. Talk Radio Absolutely Studios. We wow, we're, we're in one of your properties. Uh, anyway, at least it's badged that way. Tell me a little bit more about California Bank and Trust. California Bank and Trust uh, is uh, is a business bank, and it's a community bank. And we are one of the largest banks headquartered right here in California. We're over eleven billion in assets Whoa. and almost a hundred branches here in California. Uh, we're one of the top small business lenders. Um, California Bank and Trust provides a lot of solutions for business owners and uh, and businesses in general. Mm-hmm. And pretty much uh, we deal with the business community, the professional community, and the individuals within those communities. Okay, so your role as executive vice president is what? I run a line of business that is, that entails consumer business banking and commercial banking. Okay, so I understand consumer. Tell me the difference between business and commercial. Business banking uh, can be uh, somebody who just started a business or who has a very small business, uh, anywhere between two and ten, twenty million or so. Uh, okay. In in in. Uh, in sales, okay. uh, and then commercial banking gets up higher than that, about up to about a hundred million, really? and maybe a little bit lower than that. Okay, so yes. the, the targeted demographic of the people that are listening right now to us that is exactly are, are right. Two, are two to a hundred million? Yes, it is. Okay, so that's the market that you serve. That is the market okay. we serve. Is there an advantage if I'm the owner of a company in that range? To doing business with a company that has $11 billion in assets versus a billion dollars in assets or less than a billion dollars in assets? I mean, what what is the size of California Bank and Trust? What is that? An, how is that a, an advantage to me that you're a big community bank? We're a big community bank, and we're actually larger than the $11 billion in assets because we're one of the affiliate banks of Zions Bank Corp., which is a $55 billion company. So uh, what the advantage I think that your customer base would have uh, would be very similar to what I had when I was even a business owner. When I went to a big, big bank, and I just started my first business, it was really difficult to get a loan because they didn't really understand what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, a bank like ours, we hire people that are very knowledgeable about business, people that have been business owners, people that really understand, that can be really good advisors. Okay. From a size level, to answer your question, 
an $11 billion bank to a $1 billion bank, the difference is how much can you grow with the business. Okay. So if you start the business really small, you can start with a smaller bank, and it's going to be fine. But as your business begins to grow, you're going to need some funding that's going to be matching the funding needs for your business. So yeah. we get a lot of business from smaller community banks that maybe have reached the ceiling for our customers. I got it. Especially, I would think, especially that would be the case if they're a, a medical device company or a construction company or a manufacturing company, a company that has kind of capital-intensive needs as yes. well because they have a great need for working with a bank for lines of credit and financing, et cetera. Absolutely. That maybe a service provider can skirt around a little bit. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got it. So that, does that kind of fit with... Absolutely. I'm speaking accurately here. You are speaking Dr. Betty accurately. Betty Uri- right. Yes. You're the first banking executive that I've had on the radio show who's a doctor. Where'd that come from? You know, it's interesting that you ask. I am an eternal learner of leadership, and uh, my previous in my previous company, my uh, senior managers asked me to put together a strategy for servant leadership for the entire company. And so I went on the weekend, and I thought, okay, let me just do some research. I brought back the research. They said, fine, this looks like a master's thesis. But we want your original work. We want you to put what you did for us in the entire company. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to do this, I might as well just do it with a with, with a doctorate and just get the real thing. Right. If I'm going to put that much work into it, so I so I went into uh, doing some research on values based leadership, and I studied uh, three pots. I studied uh, uh, generals in the military, and I went into the White House and the Pentagon and interviewed uh, three, four, three and four-star generals in, uh, in all of the ranks of the military, and also CEOs of entrepreneurial organizations mm-hmm. and C-level executives in financial services. And I went really to take a look at how is it that some people are able to lead their companies with values and really permeate those values throughout their entire organization and, in, and really create high sustainable performance at the same time. When you read the newspaper, all you see is you see a lot of people that have fallen. Mm-hmm. Um, people that are in leadership positions, uh, in sports positions, role models, and they have fallen perhaps because they've made decisions that aren't really congruent with their espoused values. Exactly. So I went to study that, and I found um, quite a few people that uh, lead with their values that are incredible leaders. Uh, There was uh, a, a woman in the White House that has uh, reported directly to the president and to Democratic and, and Republican presidency, and she's you know, in charge of nuclear power plants all over the world for the United States. And what I learned from a lot of these leaders is how it is that they lead with values. And really, I came up with a uh, collaborative decision model for C-level executives that they can actually utilize, and I've been utilizing it ever since. Boy, that's substance rich. Thank you for that answer. I was really interesting. I'd like to, uh, yeah. I'm not going to read the paper that you wrote, <laughs> but are you able to bring that learning into your role at California Bank and Trust? Every day. Every day? Every day. Every day, Danny. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, yes. that's important. Yes. And um, where did you get your degree from? 
from Pepperdine University. Uh-huh. I got my master's from Pepperdine University. Absolutely. All right. Good decision. Good, good. We love all the schools in yes, Orange County. Yes. And, and the Pepperdine well, has a branch here. Well, I was very honored because uh, Pepperdine, is, it was a wonderful venue for me to be able to study what I love and um, in the professors there in the practicum application of everything I studied mm-hmm. is is really evident in everything I do. I've been with California Bank and Trust for three years now, and, and we've done um, some wonderful work out in the community and some wonderful work for our customers. So we started a, a – we instilled a values-based culture, a values-based way of interviewing people to bring into the company – uh, values-based choice making for the type of customers we want to bring into the company, and uh, in really a values-based culture. It's interesting. I, um, you were talking about some maybe people who make choices that are counter to their brand, maybe yes. their positioning. And uh, Tony Shea of Zappos, uh, I heard him say that your culture is your brand. Yes. And you can, you can for a while fake it, but. Ultimately, your culture bleeds into the marketplace, and that's your brand. Absolutely. And when I when I heard it, I thought, well, that makes perfect sense. And then I started thinking about some famous fallen people who had a professional brand, but their culture was wildly different. And once Absolutely. we once we see behind the curtain, what do we now? We believe that their actions based on more than the, what they'd like us to believe about their culture. It's very hard to get that back, too, once you've lost it. Absolutely. I always say your actions are so loud, I can't hear what you're saying. Uh oh. Do you say that at work? Yes, I do. Oh, boy, I bet that. And my children even say that at home now. So there <laughs> nice. You <have> it. <laughs> there you go. Do they use it back on you, Betty, your rebate? You know, they don't on me. Thank goodness oh, no. for that. They're probably still young. <laughs> Are they teenagers? Actually, I have a 19-year-old that's a junior at Pepperdine, there you go. Alexandria, Legacy. and a 17-year-old that's a freshman at UCCS, Sandra. Okay. Beautiful. Yes. Two lovely daughters. All right. And my 29-year-old son, believe it or not. Okay, well, let's let's stop right there. All now. right, we'll stop right there. How many kids there. you have? No, I'm just kidding. We're talking with Dr. <laughs> Betty Uribe. She's Executive Vice President of California Bank and Trust. I have about three minutes until our next commercial break, but I, I, hopefully we have time. Can, can you talk to us a little bit about some of the services that your firm is using to help commercial banking, in the commercial banking and the business banking space, Dr. Absolutely. Uribe? Okay. Can you, you know, do it in three minutes? I can do it in two. Okay. Very simple. When you look at banking and when you look at the services that customers need, uh, and you look at several banks, look, I, I sit on a board with 39 banks. And when we meet, we look and see that everybody has pretty much the same products. As a business needs commercial loans, right. they need international trade, they need financial services, they need all of that. I think where we differentiate ourselves is really in our people. You can have the products are a given, the services are given, but the advice is not a given. So the type of people we have, we're a flat organization, we have a team approach, and we also have very low turnover in the Mm. people that actually service our clients. So uh, when you look at the differentiators from a business owner standpoint, I want somebody who's very knowledgeable who can actually give me advice. I agree. I think the banking relationship is one of the big three relationships that most business owners really have to make sure is right. And I think the Great Recession taught them a lot about the value of having that relationship. Absolutely. Because we keep very close relationships it, with our customers. One of our customers said that we know more about their business than even their spouse. Wow. 
On that note, we're going to take a commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. I think that's a good thing. Dr. Betty Uribe is our guest. She's Executive Vice President with California Bank and Trust. And when we come back, I'm going to ask her to talk about how California Bank and Trust is helping family businesses grow and prosper. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. Are you ready to tap into the power of social media to promote your business? It's easy to get social with Turn Up the Volume, the award-winning social media marketing professionals who know how to get results. Drive web traffic, boost sales, get social today. Visit www.turnupthevolume.com. That's turnupthevolume.com. Successfully navigating the changing world of public relations and digital marketing requires an experienced, tenacious, yet gracious team. In business for more than 20 years, Orange County-based and Company delivers big agency results with personalized service. For more information, call us at 714-536-8407 or visit us online at tandco.me. Are you looking for your successor? Someone as dedicated and experienced in their field as you? Executives Unlimited delivers the top executive talent you need for your company's long-term success. 98% of our clients re-engage us for additional hires, and over 90% of the executives placed by us since 2007 are still in their positions or have been promoted. That's twice the industry's average retention rate. How do we do this? Dedication. Executives Unlimited believe success isn't success until it's long-term. Call us to invest in your long-term success. 562-627-3800 or visit us at executivesunlimited.com. Let our long-term success leverage yours. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Dr. Betty Uribe, Executive Vice President of California Bank and Trust, is our guest. Hey, if you'd like to join a unique group of Orange County executives who have the rare opportunity to learn from some of the world's top thought leaders, these people were specially selected on their topics and the speakers to stream live from LEAD, L-E-D, 2015, L-E-A-D, excuse me, 2015. It's a conference in Dallas. You can partner with Brandman University on their campus to be a partner in this. If you want to register, it's very simple. All you have to do is go to this online registration from Eventbrite. It's lead, L-E-A-D, 2015.eventbrite.com. It's very inexpensive, and the keynote address will be coming from former President Bill Clinton, which it looks like he's going to be talking about 1030 our time. So this is a great event. I would encourage you to attend. The lineup of speakers is too numerous for me to share, but this is in partnership with... Uh, Executive Next Practices and HR.com along with Brandman University. All right, Dr. Uribe, I said um, I wanted to talk about how the bank is helping family businesses. And when we were uh, on commercial break, you were also talking to me that you have a deep background in family businesses. So let's let's bring those two thoughts together and share a little bit about your background and then how the bank helps family businesses. Absolutely. Thank you. I um, uh, My father started a transportation company a long time ago. I, I was born and raised in Bogota, Colombia in South America. And when my father passed away, I, my family inherited his family business, and it was a transportation company. We transported coffee and wheat all over the country. When my father passed away, my brothers uh, said, hey, you're the banker, so you're it. 
So I took over the business from the United States, um, and it was actually my fourth business that I've owned. I started businesses uh, when I was 19 years old. But this particular business um, was interesting because having to run the business from the United States, being a woman in Colombia and doing business while I was banking, while I was doing business and banking here, mm-hmm. I would I would take a flight on Thursday night, get there on Friday morning, or take a flight on Friday night and get there on Saturday morning, sleep on the plane, get there at 6 a.m., had appointments between 7 a.m. and 11 p.m. on Saturday, and then on Sunday I would have appointments half a day, fly back and get back to work on Monday. So I did that several times the first two years. Um, I started by leaving the business to a cousin of mine, and he literally, after the first year, he ran it to the ground, and there was a lot of debt that was incurred. And uh, so I went back, and uh, that's when I started flying back and forth. And I went to every person, and I said, hey, you're dealing with Betty Renhifo. I am my father's daughter. I will pay you every penny personally you have my word of honor it took me two years to pay the debt and once i paid all the debt i went ahead and and closed the company and sold it Um, and there were a lot of lessons that i learned uh, inheriting the business from my father and hence my passion for family business and my focus on family business Zions Bank Corp. is a family business. Our chairman, Harry Simmons, is the son of the person who actually helped found Zions Bank Corp. And we have a huge family business focus. As you know, most of the businesses in America are family-owned businesses. And there are a lot of different dynamics in family business that don't, that don't appear in regular businesses. Uh, For example, my cousin is, a, is, a, is an owner of a business. And so uh, the wife is uh, the QC manager. Well, the QC manager, all of a sudden, in a regular business, does not have access to the payroll, right? Right. Or doesn't have access to making decisions for the business in a family business, it's different. Uh, The sun comes up in the business and maybe the rest of the employees feel like the sun uh, didn't deserve to be promoted, but because he's the son of the boss, he gets treated differently when, in exactly. fact, he's actually working harder. So a lot of the things that we do for our family business owners is we do a lot of education. We have forums where we bring in PhDs that are specialized in, in family business. We have a lot of education that we give to our customers. Hmm. And we, we actually take a look at the entire family. When we look at the business... We look at the entire family. We look at the entire business. We don't just look at, hey, can I give you a loan? We look at the entire business. Why do we do that? From personal experience, right. in my own business, I wanted someone who actually took a look at and gave me, who would give me the advice that I needed. And someone who had looked at different businesses that are like my business, mm-hmm. In somebody that I that I can call an expert in a trusted advisor, right. and so that's what we provide for our customers. The kind right. of people I hire are the people like me, people that actually have owned business. I just hired first week on the job a senior vice president who owns a chain of restaurants here in Orange County. Mm-hmm. So people that really understand the business, not just from the banking standpoint, but also from the business standpoint. Yeah, from standpoint. the operator side. Absolutely. All right, that's very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Dr. Betty Uribe, Executive Vice President of California Bank and Trust. Wow, that's a that's 
It's a good background. I can't imagine traveling that much. Well, that that's good. That's what family businesses require sometimes, don't that's they? That's it. All right. A lot of sacrifice. So on the radio show over the years, we've asked the guests occasionally, most times, mostly, to tell, share their guiding principle. For me, it's your overarching philosophy, your belief system, how you're leading and growing your area of the business. As, as you can see here on the, on the table, we have a book called Guiding Principles 3, which is a compilation of many of the answers to that question. So... Would you be so kind as to share with us your guiding principle for the role? Absolutely. My personal mantra and something that we have inherited or actually built in the fiber of the culture of my business is building trust and value in relationships for generations. Building trust and value is critical. And I do that and my entire people do that. You can't build trust if you don't lead, if your values are not congruent with your actions. Uh, And adding value, I can add value to the person who cleaned the branch. I can add value to my employees. I can add value to the community members, the people in the community that really need my help. I can add value to my students. I teach some classes at USC. I teach some classes at different places. I speak to women. I speak to different groups. Mm -hmm. So adding value from a 360-degree view is really important to me. I do a lot of community work. Uh, And that's been embedded in my children, that's been embedded in my family, and that's been embedded in the fiber of the culture of my company. For generations, why for generations? When you think about what we do every day, we can make an impact today, but unless we make an impact really thinking about, at the end of the day, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, when you and I are long gone, all we have is the legacy that we leave behind. And what is that legacy? I've written my 80th birthday toast. Mm. I know exactly what I'm going to say. I know who I'm going to have around me. And I'm gonna, I know exactly where I'm going to do this. And it's going to be all about the people that I made a difference for. And was it worth it that I was on this earth for the limited amount of time? And what legacy am I leaving behind that is a lasting legacy that's duplicatable for generations to come? Your 80th uh, birthday toast, huh? My 80th birthday toast. And for those of you that aren't watching us on our YouTube channel, so you can't see that that's not going to happen to the 80th birthday. <laughs> it's just not right around the corner. You're planning way into the future, aren't you, Dr. Uribe? Just uh, a tad. All right. That's always good to be a forward thinker. We have about three minutes left here on Critical Mass Radio Show, but I didn't want to let you out of here without asking you to touch on any banking trends that you're seeing and that your bank, California Bank and Trust, is seeing in 2015 that you'd like to share with our Southern California business owners? Absolutely. Uh, I meet with clients all the time. I actually had lunch with one of our clients um, who uh, does a little bit of construction. I had dinner with another client that does um, uh, student housing. And what I'm finding is um, a lot of optimism uh, on behalf of the business owners. I'm seeing people reinvest in their business. We're getting a lot more um, requests for expansion loans and a lot of advice on merging and purchasing new businesses. A lot of innovation is being seen where uh, technology is being used more in the businesses. People are more open to technology. People are using LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook and um, Instagram. I use all four of them. And people get to know you through these 
channels and uh-huh. they feel like they actually know you. So it's and it's a really good way for business owners in a very ex- inexpensive way for business owners to get the word out. So I'm seeing a lot more of the technology utilization sure. in the business owners. So a lot of optimism. Good. People feel comfortable. They're starting to hire people. They're starting to expand. They're starting to uh, invest in their business. One business owner I visited last week bought a $950,000 piece of machinery for his company, and that's something that two years ago he would not have made right. that decision to do so. That's all very encouraging. Thank Absolutely. you for sharing your trends that you're seeing. Yes. If someone would like to learn more about California Bank and Trust, how do they find your firm online? What's your website or where would you direct them to go if it's not their website? The guest that I had just on before you, Richard Sink, doesn't have a website. He uses LinkedIn and other things because he's a social media expert. Oh, but can okay. you share California Bank and Trust? Absolutely. Okay. So the website is www.calbanktrust.com. If they want to find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, yes. it's Dr. Betty Uribe. How do you spell that? D-R-B-E-T-T-Y-U-R-I-B-E. All right. Well, thank you for being a wonderful guest. It's I, been a pleasure. It went by thank just so way much. too fast. But, yes, it did. And I appreciate you sharing a little bit about what you know and your life story. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here. That ends it for this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to say until the next time we have a chance to talk, I hope that all of your business decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 